Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. Which you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. It is uh, 24 October, the year of Lord 2022. We're 15 days away from the most important midterm election since 1862. And remember that midterm elections changed the direction of the civil war. Uh, if we hadn't had that midterm election, we might not be the country we are today. Um, or at least they bequeath us. Let me say, I won't say today because, uh, the heroes of our nation in the, in the, in the revolution and the civil war and all the way through, all the way down to the current day would be disgusted about what we've allowed happen to this nation, but we're turning it around because of you. Remember you're the, you're the, you're the force, you're the power, you're the head of the creditors committee. You get a lot uh, more than that. Just a uh, Cortez, help me out here because Bensman's got to do this. He he's, he's very precise. He's always got the right. numbers, right? He lays it out because he's an expert. I can round up. I'm saying if you just look 1.7 million in, in, in last year, 2.4, these are, these numbers are insane. Even right. to be discussing mm-hmm. these numbers, even to get into a conversation. And here's the thing that's so disgusting. They all went on the Sunday talk shows and they look you right in the eye. The border's secure. The border's secure. You got 4 million of com- You got 4 million right there. You got another million gotaways minimum each year. You're at six. And then you got the secret gotaways. Another six. You're at 8 million. Right. Easy. And they keep saying, well, there's recidivism. They keep coming back. Hey, if you had turned back, uh, you know, to, to half of the two million, Mexico would be in flames. You put a pe- couple of people right. on planes and <clears throat> flew them to Haiti. I got that. You flew a couple that you took all the photos of and made a big deal about, but it hasn't been a lot. And they're lying. Because here's how you know they're lying. Just look at the Sunday talk shows. Cortez, right. this is even beyond gaslighting. This is, And I'm telling you, the people yes. in this country, particularly the working poor in these cities, they get yes. the joke. They see the crime. They see the competition with labor. They see the home. Look at, look at Adams in New York City. He's a big talker. Let's say, yeah, let's, we're a sanctuary city. Bring them. And now they're about to, he's about to be broken on the rack of politics because people are furious there. Steve Cortez. Steve, to connect us back to our prior discussion on the economy, you know, tell those one in six Americans who are behind on their rent right now, one in five minority Americans, that it's a good idea for us to invite in, to incentivize to come in millions and millions of illegal migrants to compete in the labor market against them, who need to be housed to compete against them in the housing market. That That's a good idea for their security, for their prosperity and their prosperity, which is which is literally melting away right now. By the way, let me, uh, to my previous discussion about the collapse in savings for Americans, sometimes I know when you say trillions and billions, people's eyes glaze over, which is understandable if you're not used to dealing with large numbers. Let me state it this way, what has happened in the collapse in savings. From the peak highs, savings has, as of now, according to Fed data, has declined 87%. 
Okay, to put that in dollar terms, let's say you had a $10,000 savings cushion. You now have $1,300, okay? You went from $10,000 to $1,300. That is the reality of savings in America. And against that backdrop of collapsing savings, um, of terrible prosperity in this country that is vanishing away, especially for middle and lower income people, the idea that we would welcome millions upon millions of unvetted people, some of them national security risks, all of them illegal and unwelcome to compete in the labor market against American citizens, many of whom happen to be black and brown. It is the height of injustice. It's the height of insanity. It has to stop. And when we elect this new Congress, Steve, job one for them, I believe, when they are seated in January is to tell Joe Biden, you either secure the border or we will not fund any of your programs, none of them. Oh, and by the way, we're impeaching Mayorkas first, and then we're probably going to get to you next regarding your dereliction of duty on the border. Well, I, I think you throw Garland. I think this is Garland's first article of impeachment is is uh, is uh, active. Well, let me bring in Benzman. Benzman, you know the laws. You 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 your career, your former uh, intelligence officer down there in the Texas uh, DPS. You know the laws better than anybody. That's why you're always very precise. You're not a wild man like like me or a quasi wild man like Cortez. <laughs> Talk to us about that. With all the laws we got, why they say, oh, we're enforcing everything and there's no crisis on the border and the border's secure. Is that a factual statement of truth, Todd I mean, Benzman? What I would say is that the administration is not following the law. The law is very specific in the INA, the Immigration and Naturalization Act. You must detain and put into deportation proceedings everybody who crosses that border illegally and keep them in detention proceedings until whatever their claim is, uh, is resolved. Uh, but instead they're acting, uh, with this ad hoc kind of extra, you know, legal, uh, parole system where they're just handing out these pieces of paper and doing a pinky shake, uh, with, hundreds of thousands uh, uh, and millions of people and letting them into the country. I think that's illegal. I mean, the last I checked, uh, that is, you know, certainly beyond the law. I mean, nobody has that authority. There is litigation. Um, it's running through the courts and everything. But in the meantime, they're just ignoring everything that Congress has approved over uh, uh, the last generation or, or so. So, I mean, and, and it's not just parole. They're also not deporting the people that they catch who are criminal aliens in the interior. They're not doing any of the things that that reduce crime and illegal immigrant crime uh, and that they're they're accustomed to doing under even the Obama administration and the Clinton administration. All Democrats in the past would do these things because like Obama said, I'm not a king. I can't just make it up. I have to follow the law. And for the most part, he did. So I think that there, there'll be some interesting articles of impeachment that can be drawn up on Mayorkas. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Senate on all but that. Mayorka, but hold on, but Mayorkas is just a grundoon. He's just a grundoon. He'll look you in the eye and lie to you. He's just a grundoon. He were, the, the attorney general is is the is is the guy supposed to be the guy overseeing the law. They're involved in everything related to immigration uh, and the border. Him and Biden's the one. This is an invasion that they've initiated and exacerbated. We had the thing as bad as it was. We had the thing kind of tamped down under under uh, under Trump. And he Trump would have been better if the if the um, 
the rhinos, if the, if the globalists and the Republican Party had had his back, we would have had this thing solved. Here's the thing. New York Times yesterday, and I think it was front page Cortez, had a big article about how, you know, these traditional blocks that the Democrats have depended upon uh, are, are like in South Texas in the Rio Grande Valley. They can't right. depend upon the, the, the Hispanic vote. African-Americans and Hispanics. If you don't turf these guys out, they're going to destroy mm-hmm. you economically. Right. They're, they're obviously doing that. They're going to destroy. It's your responsibility to turf them out, Steve Cortez. Right. No, you're exactly right. One of the reasons that the ruling class wants this absolute tsunami of trespassers into the United States is that they overwhelmingly don't suffer the consequences and in some cases even benefit because if they run giant multinational corporations, they get the benefits of cheap labor and they don't have to deal with the street realities and the economic realities of a country that is overrun with illegal migrants. Working class Americans have to deal with that. And by definition, most blacks and Hispanics are working class Americans. Hence, we see this shifting, growing, broadening coalition. You know, you also, you mentioned the New York Times. The New York Times also recently reported that one million of these illegals have been brought into the United States, one million under the guise of being asylum seekers. And Steve, that means that unfortunately, they do have legal status and they are going to stay here for the foreseeable future and perhaps forever because those asylum proceedings take, according to the New York Times, on average seven years. So let me give you an action item for the Congress, Steve, this new Congress that we're about to elect. Suspend asylum, okay? Suspend it. Right now, we cannot afford to have any asylum program until we can reform it and do but, it the right way. Yeah, Joe Biden, but, 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 but hang on, hang, hang, hang on. I want to go to the enforcement of the law, Benzman. The asylum situation is you got to stop the way the rules of the game are written. You got to stop in the first country, unless you're an asylum seeker from Mexico, and that is not political oppression. So therefore, just economic, you don't qualify. You don't qualify because of economics. You don't qualify even if these gangs are out of control and are picking on you. It's got to be political. The rules of the game is you got to stop in the first country, correct? I mean, they're breaking the law even on the asylum. The million asylum seekers are here except for a very, very tiny, tiny, tiny group. It's it, That's all illegal and breaking the law. Is it not, Todd Benzman? If you're drowning in the ocean and 10 different life floats are thrown out to you and you're actually – authentically drowning, you are not going to pick the nicest one. You're going to grab the first one uh, and save your life. Uh, What is happening is the asylum law is being massively abused and defrauded. These are economic migrants. They are coming, a lot of them are coming through 10 different countries that are perfectly safe. A lot of them have been living for years in these third countries with permission to work and live and authorization and no political persecution like in Chile and Brazil and Ecuador, et cetera. Uh, And they're coming here now like the Venezuelans saying, oh my God, I'm oppressed by the communist dictatorship all of a sudden after five years after leaving. It's bogus. And uh, nobody is going to be able to police this up later because there are just so many that were let in. It's going to be- we're going to, no, no, we're going to police it up. No, no, we're you got to make. You have to please up. Eighty or ninety thousand should be converted what? over to ICE to uh, run run every but single. You say, that faci- you, you say that facetiously. This is what we should. This is what we should do. Hang for a second. We are not demonizing the people coming over here. They are actually the most rational actor in the entire drama. 
because they're under, they're seeing, hey, remember, there's 7 billion people in the world, 6 billion want to live in the United States. I get that. I understand that. I, I appreciate that. It just, you've got limits to what you can do. Steve Cortez, the migrants themselves, the illegal, they're rational. They see that mm-hmm. they, they can make, they can get in by Biden's, not just uh, uh, welcoming them. Tell us about Portland in the New York Times story. If I remember correctly, you said in Portland, Maine, they get all kinds of services. They get housing. They get medical. Oh. They get education. It's 20% of African-Americans and Hispanics in this country can't, are back on rent. And trust right. me, you think the landlord is going to be nice about that? Well, they're not. Okay. Right. They're getting their cars repossessed. They're late on their credit cards. They're the ones getting their heat cut off. They're 20% behind on their rent. Life is living hell for them. It's not living hell if, you, if you're an economic migrant and get into this country. Is it Steve Cortez? No, it, it isn't. And in that story, the New York Times, and of course, they meant this to praise the situation. I think it would incense most working class Americans. They, of course, had the good sense to not read the New York Times. But the town of Portland, Maine, a town of, I believe, only about 60,000 people, they had spent $40 million so far on illegal migrants who were housed in very pleasant hotels who received catered meals and whose children went to American schools. By the way, let's, let's bring this back to our earlier discussions again of attacks on American kids. How are the schools and the teachers? I'm certainly not blaming the teachers. How are they supposed to deal with this influx of million, of millions of children, most of whom are uneducated, most of whom do not speak any English? And suddenly that becomes the problem of the American education system. And how is your child going to be, your American citizen child going to be properly educated in a school which is inundated with this kind of influx? It's just, it's unworkable on so many different levels. And Steve, you're right. I'm not demonizing the people for making the rational choice if they're given the the green light by Joe Biden. I'm saying it's time to impeach my Argus, probably Biden. And it's also time, I think, it's not enough to just say, let's enforce asylum as it's supposed to be. We're beyond that point, in my opinion, Steve. It's time to say no asylum. This program is done. We will restart it in a rational way at the proper time. It's time to say this, our generosity has been totally manipulated and abused by Americans primarily, by the NGOs, by Soros, by American leftists. It is time to end this program. We can restart it in a rational way later where we can actually protect people who truly are running for their lives and fleeing persecution. Thankfully, we know that's an incredibly small number. America has a heart for them, of course. This is economic migration on a mass scale under the guise of asylum. Americans' generosity is being massively abused. Cortez, give us your uh, touch points uh, quickly. We've got to bounce. Yeah, please find points. my new article and find me at Steve on the getter. By the way, he's got Substack. Although we'll get it all up. Benzman's going to stick around. We've got a lot of political news next in the world. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Todd Benzman, how many uh, terrorists have come across, sir? Hey, well, the latest number is that the Border Patrol apprehended 98 for the year, another 20 just in the month of September, uh, who are already on the FBI's terrorism watch list. And this is according to CBP's own data. They put up a statistics page for this uh, earlier this year. Uh, Remember, they used to say, uh, that's a lie. There are no terrorists coming across. Remember when Trump said, hey, terrorists are crossing. I see the intel. Everybody said, fact-checked, and said, you're a liar and a fear-monger. Well, now CPP's keeping track of it by the month. So for the uh, year 98, and if you include uh, last year, uh, there were, uh, I want to say, 84. So we're looking at a lot of terror watch-listed people that have been apprehended. In a typical year before all this happened, uh, we might get 20 for an entire year, and that was on both sides of the border. Uh, that gives you an idea of just how huge uh, that number is in context with the past. Unbelievable. Uh, Todd, you've nailed this. Tell us about the new book. When can people get it? How do they get to all your touch points as far as your content? Because uh, if this audience thinks Todd Benzman's been a big voice so far, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till after 8 November when we got to clean up this mess. And this mess we're going to clean up. We're going to close the southern border. We're going to secure it. We're going to protect American citizens, particularly folks in southern Arizona, south Texas, the Rio Grande Valley, uh, New Mexico, all of it. Okay, that's step one. Step two is we're going to have to sort through how we get rid, how we to send back economic migrants. Cannot stay here. Impossible. Can't afford it. You know, Portland's going to be dying for that forty million dollars in a couple of years. Citizens are going to sit there and go, "Hey, we needed that forty million dollars because things are about to get very, very tight." given this radical regime's economic policies and even sorting this thing out is going to take us years. Todd Benzman, how do people get to you? Right. Well, the book, the new book is called Overrun, how Joe Biden unleashed the greatest border crisis in U.S. history. Uh, Should be out in February, just after the new Congress is seated. This thing is the blueprint for how we got here, uh, reporting in great detail about what caused this, who caused it, and what it looked like on the ground, and most of, of all, how to get out of it. Uh, and you can follow me on at tbensman at getter is the best place, and toddbensman.com. All my writings are there at toddbensman.com. On getter, you're putting up great stuff all day long as part of one of the great contributors here. Thank you very much, sir, Todd Bensman. Just unbelievable. The book's going to be a blockbuster. Navarro and Todd Benson's book give you a not just how we got here, but how we get out of this mess. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to get done. And one way you got to do it is you got to flip the House in a massive way, and you got to flip the Senate 
Major Gerald Malloy is up in Vermont, and he's within. Uh, he's got more than a fighting chance. The surge. He's closing in on a seat that's been held by Democrats, Leahy, for what eighty years or close to eighty years, right? Major, how's it going? How how can we be talking about two weeks basically away, and that you're competitive? How how did that work out? Uh, Steve, thank you again for having me on. It's going absolutely, absolutely fantastic. We've had John Frederick and the Real America Voice uh, a tour bus up here, Veterans for America First. A uh, uh, yes, couple of stops yesterday, huge response. Uh, Vermonters realized this is their seat. Uh, it's for the people. It's not uh, uh, Mr. Welch's seat just because uh, 48 years later he's trying to take Senator Welch's place, uh, Senator Leahy's place. Uh, they're looking for someone that's going to uh, support, uh, defend uh, our country and, and serve and represent and fight for Vermonters, all Vermonters, not just a little slice. It's going absolutely fantastic up here. When you go around and talk to these good folks up in uh, up in Vermont, when you talk to these people, what what what, what what's on the mind of, of voters? Because people say, well, it's Leahy. You got Bernie Sanders. These people are, are kind of out of touch. I spent a lot of time in Vermont. It's not the Vermont I know. Tell me what the citizens there are telling you. Vermonters want Vermont back, and, and you're exactly right. Vermonters are not concerned about some of the things the uh, Democrat Party is trying to push on them right now. They want uh, a strong economy. They're concerned about 40-year high inflation and record high gas prices. They're concerned about the crime crisis that's going on here, right here in Vermont, and the fentanyl crisis. And, you know, uh, I might have read uh, last week this talk about rolling blackouts and uh, we are very, very vulnerable to uh, an oil shock here that could s send home heating oil uh, literally through the roof. So that's what Vermonters are concerned about. And uh, they're energized. And I was telling you yesterday, we had stops in Rutland, stops in Ex Essex. We're down here in Bethel today. And uh, Vermonters are, are activated and ready for change. And you know, we talked about this red wave coming. It's coming here to Vermont. Um, it, walk us through in the next two weeks, uh, any debates, any engagement with your opponent? What can people look forward to? And how do we how do we make sure the posse is uh, is volunteering for this? Sure, sure. So the volunteering aspect, uh, Steve, has been absolutely fantastic. I've got about 200 volunteers working on the ground every day. Uh, Deploy Malloy, my website. I think you can see that behind me. Uh, any last help right now would be uh, fantastic. We've been doing this on a dime. Uh, and we're, you know, we're heading towards a win. Uh, I'm on VMT tomorrow morning. I was at the Tech Jam this past weekend in Burlington. Uh, and uh, I've got a debate, I think, on November 2nd with my opponent. I've had two debates already. We did great there. Uh, and it's, uh, I can tell you, every day I go out campaigning and I talk to Democrats and independents that have been left behind. They're coming over to the Republican Party. Vermonters want their state back. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to take it back for them. Uh, Major Malloy, one more time, where do people go to find out more about your campaign if they can volunteer or other way, uh, sure. otherwise assist you? Sure. Uh, thank you, Steve. Anyway, any support uh, volunteers can help. It's deploymalloy.com. So all one word. That's my website. You can uh, be a volunteer uh, or there's a donate site. Any any kind of donation will help at this point. We're looking for a little uh, media surge here in the last two weeks uh, and uh, to get us right to the finish line and across the finish line. Major Malloy, thank you uh, very much and look forward to the posse piling in there, sir. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much for having me on again and uh, may the 14 stars shine bright. <laughs> 
Fabulous. Um, this is called expansion of the battlefield. They never expected it all to be competitive in Vermont. This is what shocked them. I want to bring in Natalie, uh, our co-host and uh, and new executive editor. She got a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work on her shoulders <laughs> to sort this out. I also announced that Grace and Mo have been doing these live streams. They're going to be putting up tomorrow night. There are three debates. They're going to be doing a a, a, a triple header. But Grace uh, Chong and uh, and Mo uh, Bannon are doing this. The the response over the weekend has just been enormous. I uh, really want to thank all the War and Posse members that get on there. You get I was actually able to join for uh, a little while on the Saturday night on the um, President Trump's amazing rally, huge, massive rally down in Texas, just incredible. And that's going to bring a lot of votes, a lot of MAGA votes to the Rio Grande Valley and to South Texas. It was just incredible. But they're going to be doing a number of live streams. We're going to put it up. Make sure you go check Getter during the show. We'll talk about it, the morning and afternoon show. But they're going to be, and they're going to be jumping on things as it kind of go because things are popping up. It's all action, action, action over the next couple of weeks. Natalie, I got Jenny Beth Martin. We've got some other. I, I, your second story, walk me through what this is because it's, it's another one that's only a Natalie Winter special. It's very, very <laughs> disturbing. And I think something that people would not focus on if it was not for your great investigative skills, ma'am. Sure. I think this is a perfect example of something I'd like to call election warfare. We just published the first exclusive report on the warrooms.org website, which people can go over to to check out and read in full. But it's titled Exclusive Chinese Communist Party Tied Group to Run Midterm Election Observer Program in Swing States. So there's a group called the Carter Center. Hang on. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. And by the way, Natalie joins us from the Real America Voice studios in Palm Beach. You'll be seeing a lot of her down there. Natalie, just that headline alone, <laughs> my head is because she look, here's the here's the thing. She confirms growing hold over China after unveiling loyalist senior team. I mean, yesterday, uh, this, this thing he did with uh, the, the former the former head of the Chinese Communist Party, who uh, was humiliation to show what he thinks of declining powers. Then he puts his power team in there. And he promised the people in China, the, the, he promised the nation that he would reunite with Taiwan. This guy's an economic cyber war with us and massive infiltration, as you've done such a great job uh, putting, you know, going through a national pulse over the last couple of years of their infiltration. But when I see a headline like that, <laughs> that's when people got to understand these guys are so smart of how they've infiltrated. You're telling me that regarding the midterms, they've actually got involvement in, 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 in groups. Walk us through that. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll raise you this. So the Carter Center, since the 1990s, has actually been an explicit partner of the Chinese Communist Party's Ministry of Civil Affairs, helping to oversee local level elections in China, specifically at the village and township level, which, as we know, are not elections. Um, there's so much fraud that goes on, I don't even think you could call it an election. And of course, coercion campaigns, manipulation of votes, you name it, maybe similar to what we see going on here in the States sometimes. Um, but what's so interesting is that the Carter Center, which, like I said, was previously and still is partnered with the Chinese Communist party on that endeavor has now turned its efforts inward and is going to be launching similar level and similar caliber election observation missions here in the United States. They announced this effort on the heels of the 2020 election. And what's, I think, really the buried lead here is that they're specifically targeting swing states. If you read the press release on the Carter Center's endeavors, they're going after primarily Georgia, Arizona, North Carolina, 
Florida, and Michigan. And believe it or not, just a few days ago, the Fulton County Board of Elections actually invited the Carter Center to come in to be, quote, nonpartisan election observers for the upcoming midterms. Now, keep in mind, the Carter Center is not only an explicit partner of the CCP, but they've also collaborated and accepted funds from various Chinese Communist Party front groups. So I think this is where we need to lay the mark down and know that when this group is leveraged as an independent adjudicator of election results, that's not the case. Sure. Natalie Winters uh, is going to stick with us. We're going to bring in Jenny Beth Martin. We've got a lot of wood to chop here in the war room, and we're going to chop it after a short commercial break. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com. Promo code War Room. Go there today and get the sheet set 2988, but also you get all the buy one, get ones free. You've got all the sales. You get it with the bathrobe, moccasins, slippers, anything. You can get it at MyPillow.com. You know, you get the pillows, you get the sheets, towels, all of it. Amazing sales, and particularly got the sheet set, twenty nine eighty eight. Jenny Beth Martin, uh, Fulton County. I think you know Fulton County. Uh, what's going on down there with the Carter Center? Jimmy Carter makes himself out as like uh, you know Mother Teresa. He's in business with the Chinese Communist Party. What's happening in Fulton County, ma'am? Well, when Natalie was just mentioning that the Carter Center would have the election observers in Fulton County, the same thing happened during the runoff. So apparently as nonprofits, some nonprofits get special privileges and are able to walk around and be poll watchers or observers that um, that other nonprofits don't get. And it would be one thing if they were truly nonpartisan and we actually believed it. And what Natalie just mentioned is rather alarming about the CCP, but we all know it's the Carter Foundation. It's the Carter Center. He's a former Democrat president. He's not nonpartisan. That's totally left wing. Talk to us about Tea Party Patriots. I want to put the word out, you know, um, the RNC's like trained up at a hundred thousand people. You got CLETA, you got, you guys got groups all over the country. Now's the time to man the ramparts. Tell us about Tea Party Patriots. What are you guys doing? What's your call to action right now? So right now the call to action is this, and you're right, the RNC, Cletus Group, Conservative Partnership Institute, all of us are making sure that the people who have been trained as poll watchers are getting placed where they need to be placed. And so right now we're just asking if you've stepped up to be trained, if you haven't been trained, if you're concerned about the outcome of the election and want to ensure we have honest and transparent elections, Go to our website, teapartypatriots.org, sign up to be a poll watcher, and we will get you trained and work to help you get placed locally so you can be poll watchers. In the key states, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, we there are still opportunities for poll watchers. We need more poll watchers. We have more than we had in 2020, but we still have shifts to fill. And I just want to make sure if you're concerned about the outcome of the election, you know how to volunteer volunteer and get plugged in so that you can help us observe the elections. We know we're going to win, right? If everybody does their job and get out the vote, we got to close the deal, right? What what didn't happen in 2020, we didn't close the deal. So there's no, uh, there's no prize for second place here. There's no substitute for victory. One more time. And particularly if you went to some of these training programs, which you have not been deployed yet, uh, this is why you got to go to 
the Tea Party Patriots site. Give it to us again, uh, Jenny Beth, and let's make sure we get it up in all of the uh, chat rooms, uh, and we'll put it up on Getter also. So wh- where do they go, Jenny Beth? Go to teapartypatriots.org, teapartypatriots.org, click on the box that says sign up to be a poll watcher or poll worker, and then fill out that form. And we will connect with you and make sure that you are connected to people within your state and that you get the proper training so that you can be deployed as a poll watcher. Jenny Beth Martin, uh, the Tea Party Patriots done an amazing job here. Continue to fight on, ma'am. Thank you so much, Steve. Jenny Beth Martin, one of the original Tea Party Patriot members and founders and uh, just a warrior. Uh, Let's play. Terry Schilling's got something for us. Let's play it. And then I'm going to bring in uh, the one and only Terry Schilling. It happened at the age of 13. Democrats like Mark Kelly are pushing dangerous transgender drugs and surgeries on kids, taking away parental rights. She was putting this chemical into her body that didn't belong to her. They don't care about our children. In a few short years, Yaley took her own life. I don't have my daughter. She's gone now. Our lives are never going to be the same without you. Transgenderism is killing kids. Mark Kelly is part of the problem. Yeah, the lead story in the Daily Mail has got this thing is still the lead. Let's uh, I want to make sure that uh, Denver and my always crack production team here, we have that booted up. The long version of the interview, Mr. Producer, Mm -hmm. the long version is ready for when I call for it uh, from last night uh, in the White House. It was actually a tape, I think, from Thursday. But it shows you where Joe Biden. So Mark Kelly can't sit there and go, I have no idea what you're talking about. You can't point the finger to me. I have no earthy idea what you're talking about. Well, that's just a lie. Terry Schilling, why is that a lie? It's a lie because these guys all support policies that make alternative therapies illegal, right? They, these people all support what's known as the so-called Equality Act. And the Equality Act would make uh, counseling and therapy to help children feel comfortable and accept their own bodies illegal. Um, and they want to trap these kids into sex changes. And frankly, what we saw in California with Abby Martinez and her daughter, Yaley, is the state took her daughter from the home, placed her into foster care, got the daughter on testosterone treatments, and then the daughter shortly after that took her own life. This is the path that they want to put all of our kids on. They think that kids need to be freed and emancipated from the oppressiveness of their parents. They're making parenthood illegal. They're abolishing the family. This, the emancipation of children from their parents and, and any guidance and direction from their parents is the ultimate and final step in abolishing the family in America, Steve. And they've made so much progress over the last century. Um, it's, it's unthinkable to know where, what comes after the emancipation of children from their parents. Give me that hit rewind and just give me that again, because they've now uh, the, the, the basis of any of the Judeo Christian West is the family. OK, it's the family and they have targeted the family for destruction and they've targeted for destruction by the state using the children to be the agents of the destruction of the of their parents and of the family. Is, is that correct, Terry Schilling? That's correct. So a few uh, weeks ago, I stumbled across this article in The Atlantic from 1926, and it covered the abolition of the family in early Soviet Russia. And what they focused on was primarily getting moms out of the home, 
uh, encouraging no-fault divorce, encouraging promiscuity among young people, and that was their path to doing that. Well, they couldn't uh, do that immediately here in America. They, they slow-boiled us, and now they've reached something that they didn't even have in Soviet Russia, which is complete divorce between parents and children. Right. You see this time and time again from Democrats um, and activists at the local level where they'll talk about how, well, we have to hide this, uh, these transitions from parents because not every child has a safe home. And we want the schools to be a safe place for children to come and be who they really are. Well, frankly, these schools have no freaking clue who our children actually are compared to these parents who have been raising them for, for 10 to 18 years. Um, and this is all obvious to anyone with a brain and two brain cells to rub together. Uh, but to these political activists, this is part of the plan. They think that parents are a negative influence. You know, in, in 1963, there was a member of Congress from Florida that entered uh, the, the 50 goals of communism into the congressional record. And uh, number 41 was to stress the importance of raising children away from the negative influence of parents. This is all Marxism. It's all globalism. It's the same fight. And they can't do what they need to do without abolishing the family. Let, let's play. Can we just play the beginning of the tape? I just want to show the beginning of the tape. It's up on our Getter account. You can go see it in the Daily Mail right now. It's the lead story in the Daily Mail. They they picked up on us. Can we just play this? This is where Joe Biden, with all the crises, the creative crises we walk through in the economy, immigration, geopolitically, capital markets, the economy, destroying the, the African-American, Hispanic working class, with all those, with all that. This is where he makes time for it's it's it, you make choices by where you spend your time and what your focus is. Can we just play the beginning of this? Uh, we're going to move on now to trans rights. There have been many anti LGBTQ plus bills introduced and enacted outlawing things like gender affirming health care and banning kids from playing sports. To go deeper into this issue here with us today is Dylan Mulvaney, who's welcomed us into her life by, you know, showing on social media her girlhood series. Let's take a look. My name is Dylan Mulvaney. I am a trans woman and I am documenting my transition publicly on TikTok for the world to see. When people started watching and the numbers kept getting higher, I realized quickly how public my transition would be. Of course, I knew that there would be backlash and negativity. I try to not let the internet's words hurt me or my spirit. But do you know what does hurt? Seeing people in power and authority figures creating laws and bills that are actively trying to harm us transhumans, especially trans children. Our lives have become political talking points. Lawmakers in many states want to exclude us from participating in sports or getting proper health care. Some folks want to decide where we can use the bathroom. No one should have fear of living in a state that they call home while being true to themselves. No one should have their lives put in danger because of who they are inside. That's why I'm sharing my story with the world. I'm using my platform to stand up for my community and for any of the little Dylans that deserve a clear path to their true identity. Uh, Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God and, love you. Uh, thank you. I am extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to the resources I need. And that decision you, you, you is can just... See, you, can see the, you can see the entire uh, interview, which Joe Biden says nobody's got anything to say. No, nobody, the parents have no ability to step in here and make a decision. That He says that, quote, in fact, if we get that short clip, we can play the next one. Uh, Terry Schilling, in, in a world that's pressing in on the American citizens, um, you see where Joe Biden's spending his time, sir. Yeah, his, his priority is to destroy this country. 
right? And when they say that people want to make rules and, 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 and ban these types of treatments, we're talking about protecting children from sex changes, Steve. This isn't even, this wasn't even a thinkable thing, uh, just five, 10 years ago. Right. And, and now it's unthinkable. It's, it, Joe Biden is essentially saying that it's unconstitutional to ban sex changes for minors. Well, I guess then we have to repeal every single law aimed at keeping kids from getting into things that they want to get into. Right. We have to repeal smoking laws and any age restrictions on that. We have to repeal. We might as well repeal uh, pornography um, age laws. Uh, right. We're already putting porn in our kids schools. So we might as well get rid of that. Uh, where does it stop? It doesn't. And it's because they just want the revolution. They want our society broken down. They want our families broken. They want my generation to not choose to have a family. And ultimately, I think that's yeah. their goal is yeah. to make it so frustrating to raise kids today that yeah. you don't even want to have them. No, no, that's exactly what they're trying to do. Um, by the way, it was Dylan right there in, in the introduction, his introduction of what they were walking. He, he referred to them as transhumans. We have said that this is a predicate for transhumanism. It's that's his quote, not ours. Transhuman. We're transhumans. Just saying. We'll connect the dots on the on the, on, on transhumanism uh, later today. Joe Allen is actually heading to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Joe Allen's going to be the campaign trail. Why they have a cyborg that happens to be running in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the United States Senate. I can say that Dr. Oz is now surging ahead of the cyborg, John Fetterman. Um, Terry, how do people get this spot? This spot is going to win it for Blake Masters in Arizona. That's my prediction. This spot is going to shock people in Arizona. Where do people get to see this spot again? Where do they go to find out more information about American Principles Project? Um, it's on my Getter, my True Social, and my Twitter at Schilling1776. I've got it pinned to the top of all my feeds. So check it out and give us some support, please, because we still have to raise a lot more money to make sure that voters across the country know the threat that Democrats are. And you can find us at AmericanPrinciplesProject.org and you can help us reach millions more voters um, before uh, November 8th. They are taking on, they're attacking and trying to destroy the nuclear family like the French Revolution did. Uh, like the Bolsheviks and the Nazis did, and particularly Mao Zedong and the Cultural Revolution, I think the American family is resilient and got a little ability to punch back. Think so? I'll bet on. I'll go long the American family. Okay, I'll short the other guys. Thank you, Terry. Short commercial break. John Fredericks, who is the beginning theoretician of what this coalition was going to look like in June of 2021, he is now on a bus in Vermont. We'll talk to John Fredericks in just a moment. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect 
with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. I am extremely privileged to live in a state that allows me access to the resources I need, and that decision is just between me and my doctors. But many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question, I just think it's wrong. Anybody would be parents. Anybody, that's the lead story in the Daily Mail from London. The explosive story. We knew this was going to happen. We saw it last week, and they talked about having the they're doing an interview, and they're going to put it up Sunday night in the East Room of the White House. Think how many historic events have happened in the East Wing of the East Room of the White House. Think about that for a second. Think about that for a second when you're going to the polls. Think about that. Think about where one spends one's time. Okay, this is where Biden administration, by the way, the, this, the interview goes on for an hour. Climate change, it's just all, you know, they're trying to pay them off, the kids off with the, uh, the $1 trillion there. As the working class doesn't have enough pressure on them, they're going to take a trillion dollars of uh, loans to these deadbeats. And that's where they are, deadbeats. These social justice warrior deadbeats that they can't pay them off and won't pay them off. So they want the working class in this country to pay them off. Charlie Kirk follows us. At 12 noon, Charlie Kirk's book, Turning TPUSA, go there and get the college scam slash war room and also sign to become uh, be with us in mid uh, December 16th. I think start in the Metro Phoenix area. John Fredericks, uh, you're the guy who kind of thought up this coalition back in the uh, in the spring and summer of uh, of 2021. When I was telling you, Youngkin didn't have a chance. You said, I don't think so, Steve. Think about what you're saying about these moms, MAGA and the moms. And MAGA and the moms delivered a crushing blow to uh, the Democratic Party in November 2021. It's about to deliver another one. You've been going around the country. You've told me in Connecticut you see it flipping because of the vaccines. You're seeing these moms. You're now in Vermont. You're in states. I normally wouldn't think we would see the uh, your van, your bus, uh, Real America's Voice, uh, War Room, uh, John Frederick Schrader. You're up there spreading the, the word of the MAGA revolt. How did it get all the way up to Vermont, sir? Well, it's really simple, Steve. Uh, you mentioned the moms. Well, the dads are involved too now, so we've doubled down. Mothers and fathers, this transgender um, identification platform by the Democrats, I call them the trans Marxists, is insane. And people are just up in arms all over the place. They don't want this. This represents about 1% of the United States. Parents want control over their own families, not some school or not Joe Biden or someone else. I'll tell you the other thing. We came right to the belly of the beast. Normally, we give up on all the Northeast. We looked at poll numbers. 
We see the Trump tsunami coming, the war room posse coming. It's been unbelievable. And we said, you know what? We got this guy in Vermont, Gerald Malloy, down by five. He's been outspent five million to 250,000. Outspent 20 to one. He's down by five. The trans Marxist Democrat, right? Is under 50% to replace Patrick Leahy. It's unbelievable. We had an event yesterday in Essex. We had 120 people come out on a Sunday afternoon, right in the middle of football, right, right in the middle of that. A day before, same location, Bernie Sanders comes with his candidate live. He gets a hundred. So we got, we've got more people than Bernie Sanders got. And we're getting out spending here 20 to one. Gerald Malloy has a real shot. This is going to be the sleeper in Vermont. Now you get to Leora, 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 Levy in Con in Con in Connecticut, she has a shot to win. She's only down by four. We went there on Saturday. We had 250 people there. Unbelievable. I've never saw crowds like this before. We're going to win Connecticut. We're going to win Vermont. Our bus tour continues tonight. We go to New Hampshire. We're, th we're there with Don. So easy. Just go to magabustor.com, magabustor.com. You can follow us there. We're going to be in New Hampshire all week. Here's the bottom line, Steve, with these northeastern states. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. People are looking for an alternative to the crazed, left-wing, insane Democrat agenda. That's why all these states are now in play, and that's why we're here. John Fredericks, one more time. How do people, because going to New Hampshire, back to uh, Pennsylvania, this thing's on a roll. It's already hit North Carolina and Virginia. Uh, tell us, by the way, the kinetic thing was brilliant. Your Vermont play is brilliant. New Hampshire, we're going to flip two congressional seats and a Senate seat. And then you're going to finish uh, running through the tape in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania where all the chips are in the middle of the table. John Fredericks, how do people, one more time, how do they get to this bus? Really easy. Just go to magabustor.com, magabustor.com. Not all our events are up. They go up every day as we go forward. You can follow us there. Look, if you guys can help us out with a donation, a sponsorship, we really appreciate it. This thing is funded by me and Ann, my wife. There's no big donors. There's no packs. There's none of that. It's just I got a pen and a phone, and I got the War Room Posse and Steve Bannon. And that's it, Steve. We're out here every day. My staff is doing a fabulous job. We're fired up. People are excited. We're going to win these states. We can win eight seats in the the. We can be plus eight, Steve, in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. I mean, three or four weeks ago, we were thinking plus one, maybe two. We can be plus eight. Unbelievable. Talk to a hold. Oh, no, talk about demonstrators. Hold on. John Fredericks, look forward to having you back on this afternoon. We're doing two a days with John Fredericks. Thank you very much. He's got the bus, the MAGA bus. Natalie, uh, your first day in the saddle. want to thank you. Uh, any closing thoughts, ma'am? My first day on the job and you show me those videos of Dylan Mulvaney, I'm already triggered. <laughs> but no, I'm so happy to be here um, and, and happy to be getting getting the truth out um, and exposing people like Dylan Mulvaney. I guess that's the, the best person that Joe Biden could get to help him stump for the upcoming midterms because no one will appear on stage with him unless they're crazy, deranged, transgender activists. How do they get how do they get to your social media, ma'am? Well, I'm primarily on Getter at Natalie G. Winters, but I still sometimes post on the other networks like Twitter, Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, but maybe I'll get banned now that I've joined War Room. 
Okay, make sure you go. You got Grace and Mo are going to be doing lives all throughout the day and the evening. I'll be back at 5 o'clock, 5 to 7, back here in the war room. It's going to be lit between now and November 8th. Remember, that is the day the hunted become the hunters, okay? Maybe America Garland might say something about that at 1.30. Check him out, okay? See you back here at 5 p.m. in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.